Alright, so when are we doing DMT? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Everything is Absurd podcast, episode number two. We thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, that intro song is from Holy Coast. Hell Burns is the name of that song. And uh, we have Ian Ryder. I, I, I gotta correct myself because last week on the podcast I mispronounced poor Ian's name. So he's gonna give me all the shit in the world about it, I'm sure. But uh, we'll be talking with Ian here momentarily. I also have a, a, a temporary fill-in, uh, well, maybe not temporary, I'm sure we'll bring Jake back later on, but uh, Bill had a uh, family thing that he had to take care of this week, so we will. Uh, Bill will be back next week, and we have uh, my friend Jake Meyer here covering for Bill. Hello. Uh, and then, of course, Ian uh, from Holy Coast, and we are live on the Everything is Absurd podcast. How are you, gentlemen? Beautiful. I'm doing it live, like Bill, uh, what was his name? Bill, I always, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Fuck, we'll do it live! This is the no-spin <laughs> zone. <laughs> Oh, that was so loud. I could hear it. The full spin zone as uh, as it actually ended up the being. spin but, zone. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys for, for both tagging along this week to do the episode. How are you guys doing? Living. I only got a year left. I only got a year like, left. <laughs> <laughs> it's terminal. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, just like Alex Jones and his, I don't know. We're bringing over the Alex Jones again. Yeah, yeah. Like, right before we right before we started recording, we were talking about uh, <laughs> Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast. Talk about taking Alpha Brain. Alpha now, brain. gentlemen, we all take Alpha Brain here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, new sponsor. <laughs> uh, Ian was like, "What? Well, so when do we do the DMT? Because <laughs> this is podcasts, right? This is what you do podcasts. Yeah, yeah that's how you I do mean, it, right? You just take ivermectin, DMT, and then just everything goes as much as planned. Exactly. I mean, you can't do a podcast without DMT and ivermectin in 2020. It's no. just you know. I mean, we gotta we gotta be as ivermectined. <laughs> I swear, dude, I don't have any worms. I'm good. I'm good. Such uh, I was a gonna bring up like concept, a dude. I was gonna bring up a terrible topic that I learned about earlier. Oh boy, what terrible topic did you learn about earlier? Apparently, everybody, a hundred percent of the population, sometime in their life, will at least have worms in their body at least once. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, and the thought of that is awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, the old the old wives' tale that you used to hear about the we all eat eight spiders in our sleep. I, you know, I, that always terrified me because I have a horrible fear of spiders. I have a horrible fear of spiders, <laughs> but I mean, protein is protein. You got to oh, get it where you can. Uh, right. right. I, I will pass on the spider protein. I think I'll stick to the alpha brain. I'll stick it to seems, the cockroach It seems protein. to be working for me so well. I mean, I, every day I just get redder and redder. <laughs> I think your headband's absorbing it. Last time I saw you, Ryan, the headband was white. Now it's red. <laughs> yeah, it's got to go somewhere, you know. <laughs> well, I think I'm immune to any worm or bug. That could potentially crawl in because I grew up with a grandmother who has this deep core belief that if you freeze it, it's good. So we made a pretty stark discovery quite a few years ago that we were eating and using like condiments, eating chocolates that were well over 15, 20 years old. Jeez. So, I mean, we'd always, well, we, me and my brothers always used to have that inside joke where we'd go have a meal there. When we were growing up, and then we'd always have like that, like late afternoon or next day, kind of like bubble guts, like, oh my God, what do uh, we eat at grandma's? So <laughs> it's we, probably the 15 year old ketchup. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> the 20 year old mayonnaise. It's still good, guys. It's still good. Don't worry about the mealworms in there. It's yeah, just those eggs don't go bad. Literally, no. literally, I'm my stomach from the ages of like zero to probably 20. 
um, was just an episode of bum fights in my stomach of this <laughs> different bacteria and worms just duking it out. Which did, organ got the bum fights on the on the forehead? The tattoo. Did you ever Did you ever see the episode of Doctor Phil where the dude from Bum <laughs> Fight showed up dressed as Doctor Phil? I love. He that had Doctor Phil shook, and I don't. You don't normally see Doctor Phil shook, he but just, he was just. I like it. He just says, "Get out! I don't want you. Get out! Leave! <laughs> no, no. leave!" And the guy's just like so. I don't know what he thought. Dr. Phil, you're going to come on his show dressed as him and think he's not going to be a little bit outraged. <laughs> you know, I, I thought Dr. Phil, you know, he's a showbiz guy. I figured he would have ran with that. But he was well, like, he's a no. doctor. He's a doctor. Is he a doctor? Is he I don't really believe, a doctor? I don't think it was something like that. I, uh, I think he might have been. He might have had a certification or something once, but it expired. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that. Somewhere. I'm pretty sure you got a coupon somewhere. Yeah. I mean, you um, know, Photoshop wasn't as good in the 90s, but it's definitely improved. Over it says time. doctor, but it, like doctors misspelled with like a K instead of a C. <laughs> the R is backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the 90s. I mean, corn was a thing. So. Oh, God. Don't remind me. Jinko jeans wearing Dr. Phil. Let's see it. <laughs> so, yeah, actually. Ian, this is uh, this is podcast number three that we've done together. I yeah. think the, the first one I was on your podcast. Is yeah, that, is that still a thing? Are you still doing shits open? I wish. Ah, uh, no, no. There's just literally no time. Yeah, I because I, 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 with everybody being in in the midst of the pandemic, and there was so much time, and just being in quarantine, it's like. Oh, podcasting is easy. <laughs> I you can just cue friends up and we talk about stuff and right. it's totally not time consuming and everybody's not busy all the time. Yeah, so I've been, I've been doing path. this for two weeks now and I have aged probably three years in that time frame. Yeah. And once like life began, I'm seeing what you're feeling. Yeah. Which was like I can't do this, but also maintain being a dad and music and work. And like, I can't. Right. But yeah. it's on hiatus. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, then of course you did the podcast and I did the we, we talked about all sorts of uh, UFOs and paranormal. And you, you, we talked a lot about your dad who was a paranormal investigator and yes, uh, sir. Mr. Legendary Nick writer. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we don't, we don't have to rehash any of that stuff, but I figured, uh, you know, you're one of my favorite people to talk to, especially when it comes to spooky stuff, spooky things. So um, I wanted to ask Jake, have you ever seen a, a UFO? No, I used to think I see him, saw him as a kid, but I realized I was just looking out my balcony and just seeing planes, and I was just really stupid. Right. <laughs> no. I will fully admit that. No. I, I was not a smart kid. Not to say anything changed, I'm just not, now not a smart adult. Yeah, yeah a, a little bit less dumb adult, yeah. Arguably. Yeah, arguably, right? I feel like children are basically just drunk adults, but they're tiny and then drunk. You know, that's yeah. basically what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure Ian knows plenty about that. How how old is your? Uh, you have a daughter, right? Yes. How old she, is she now? She's gonna be nine. Do you feel old, dude? I have felt old <laughs> since before she was born. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you start feeling old right when you turn seventeen or eighteen. Your back starts hurting just a little it, bit more mm. than you remember the other day. Yeah. Uh, each day it gets worse and worse in this mm. hellscape, and then it just starts <laughs> moving down to the knees, and then everything just starts failing from there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it starts with your back and then goes down. First, your 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 dick stops working, you know, and then your <laughs> knees stop working, and yeah, and then suddenly your brain stops working. I'm oh, at that, that stage that, right that, now. Yeah, that's that's already <laughs> <No>. been, <laughs> that's already been done. <laughs> that ship sailed a long time ago. No, I, I felt old. When uh, when people were referring to like '90s bands as classic rock, oh god, and then it went tenfold when I would say maybe last year somebody referred to Paramore 
It's classic. That's that's a oof. Somebody said on my Facebook that Yellow Card was playing on a classic rock station. I think that's the point where I'm like, all right, yeah. <laughs> put me in a coffin. I'm ready. Jeez, yeah. I mean, it was, it was uh, what was that album that just turned? It was like 20 years old. Oh, I know Iowa just did by Slipknot. I'm I'm finding that weird. And uh, I was just, I can't remember exactly what album it was, but an album recently celebrated 20, 25 years, something like that. I saw it on Facebook, and I was like, holy shit, I am fucking ancient, aren't I? Like, I'm I'm almost, I'm going to be 30 in a couple of years, and it's, it's all downhill from here. And, and uh, that new Found Glory album is going to turn, like, 20 in, like, a couple of years. Oh, uh, so. yeah. Well, mm, albums I listen to when, you know, I, I was still in school and stuff, and uh, you know, what a feeling. Getting old is something else. It's I, uh, fine. I, I love it. It's fine. The feeling of uh, everything deteriorating and everything that you used to love being referred to as classic now is yeah. just uh Or vintage, oh. or, uh, or it's back in style. What was that Abe Simpson quote, oh my god, where he's like, everything I, I like, like, used to be cool, now oh. it's not cool. What I used to like used to be hip. But then what was hip became old, and now I'm not with it anymore. It was something like that. I can't remember Simpsons quotes. As I said, everything's deteriorating up here. Honestly, yeah. that's what podcasts are becoming, is just like talking about Simpsons or Seinfeld, but clumsily going through it. Yeah. Well, well yeah, because nobody remembers them anymore. It's like exactly. Saturday Night Live. Nobody remembers what that show used to be. It just is Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Remember when it used to be good, and everybody goes, yeah. Not really. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh, that's relevant. Norm McDonald's fucking dead. Man, oh. rest in peace to a legend, dude. I, that broke my heart. That really did. And and I didn't even know he had cancer, which I guess uh, Norm, you know, he was always a pretty private guy. Uh, he didn't really want anybody to know. You no, know yeah, he nine kept it all private. years, dude. Yeah, long, long battle with cancer. And uh, tell you what, one of the greats all time. Um, I, I I like to think that I'm a an amateur uh, comedian at times, and like I, it's something I'm really interested in comedy. And it's something that I'd like to like learn more about and become better at because I, I have my moments. Right. And Norm Macdonald is one of those guys that I just watch. And it's like, man, it's like making it look easy. He Just so funny, so naturally engaging and just, um, yeah, great loss to the world. So his dry peace. humor will be missed. I'm I'm so sad about that. But the happiest thing about this is just that everybody's been posting his greatest hits almost. Mm. I saw one about like uh, he's just on some news show or something like that. I'm trying not to swear. Um, I know you said shit's fine, but mm. yeah. Um, but he's just sitting there with like a news guy just saying, you know, what? I'm going on a hunger strike. I won't eat any more food until Margaret Thatcher is dead in the ground. And then like the guy he's like hosting with just goes, she died about three weeks ago. And he just grabs like a bucket of chicken and just starts munching on it. <laughs> Classic Norm bit, I was, man. Like, dying. Dude, this year has been brutal for that kind of stuff. Trevor Moore died a couple years ago. And man, talk about a comedian who was influential to me growing up. A couple I watched, years. I watched The Whitest like, Kids. Two months ago, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah. died like only a few months. Yeah, no, I said it was this year. This oh, year it's not like you said been... just uh he died like a couple years ago. Run the tape back. Run it back. Run oh, it back. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm going to have one hell of a time editing this week. Uh, Aren't you? Well, you got three people now. It's not just you and uh, Bill. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, Trevor Moore died, man. That that broke my heart. And it just came out. Uh, he, I guess he fell. He fell from the second story balcony at his house. And that's how oh, he died. Oh, God. Yeah, nobody knows whether it was uh, suicide or not. And... Yeah. I, I, no, I mean, I, I don't want to make a, an assumption. It's really not my place. And, you know, I, I think in time we'll probably know. But um, rest in peace to Trevor Moore. Rest in peace to Norm MacDonald. Everybody, everybody out here dying. Please stop doing that. Please just stop dying. Just stop. Di- just don't die. It's that harsh easy. opinions here. <laughs> but, just stop but dying. Yet, but yet, Ozzy 
is somehow. Still? I said this. He's. We're gonna do the <laughs> autopsy on Ozzy Osbourne, and it's just gonna be like a package of heroin and just a tr- horse tranquilizers. And somehow that was keeping the man alive all these years. No yeah. organs, no skeleton structure, no muscles, just drugs, <laughs> just keeping this man alive. I think what happened with Ozzy is he just did so many drugs and ate so many bats and other shit like that that he's just immune to death at this point. It's, he's, the, it's the Keith Richards yeah. like move where yeah. he's like did enough like crack and cocaine and just everything under the sun where they died probably 25, 30 years ago, but their corpses just continually animated. <laughs> I feel that way about Iggy Pop, dude. Like, oh my God. I don't know how that guy's alive either. Skin like a fucking paper bag. <laughs> dude, he's like leather. He's not even paper bag at this point. He's like your grandma's leather couch that's like been sitting out in like the front porch for 30 years, but you know, somehow it's still keeping together. There's this really popular photo of uh, Iggy Pop. It's it's somewhat recent. It might have been like, like last 10 years, but he's got a shirt off and you can just see like he's, you know, he lo- loose skin city. I mean, dude's like what? 16, and his stomach 65. looks like a face. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, what they did is they photoshopped his stomach on his face, and I was just oh, like, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> it put me on the ground, dude. I was just like, holy oh shit. As a professional shit poster, I have seen that image, and it's great. <laughs> professional shit poster, yeah. So, Jake, uh, you know, I I haven't uh, had a chance to really ask you, like, what what does Jake do? Tell us about Jake. Uh, uh, I work at a hospital, so I can't b- say anything without breaking international law. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. No. I mean, that's like the serious thing of just like HIPAA is such a thing where probably can't really talk too much about that. Uh, yeah. But outside of that, I do pretty much nothing. Uh, I keep on trying to come up with hobbies, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, um, recently, I've had like 15 people tell me I should be a voice actor, and I don't know what to do with that information. You should, should fucking try it. Why not? What do you got to lose? Uh, my uh, whatever left of shame and dignity I have, that oh, goes got, right out the door. You might as well just get over that now. Uh, <laughs> I know. I feel like I don't have any of that left, but anytime I go up to a microphone at my house, I'm just like, no. <laughs> what well, little I have left of it. I don't want it to go out the window. I hear you, man. Well, I want to thank you for stepping in last minute for Bill. Uh, I know you, like last week uh, you heard the podcast and you're like, hey, dude, you know, if you ever got a spot open and you need an extra person, you know, step in. So I, I hit you were one of the first people I hit up. I'm like, well, let's see what Jake's doing. And, well, I was uh, like. I'm doing nothing except for cleaning my house and uh, just sitting there with depression. So, hey, I can stop by. <laughs> Why not podcast? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? Right. And we all know, uh, well, maybe we don't all know, but uh, in this room, at least we all know Ian is, uh, of course, uh, former, formerly known as Grubby Paws. Now he's uh, in fronting the band Holy Coast. May I ask, Ian, what led to the name change? Uh, a lot of things. Uh, primarily, <laughs> not... Not gonna try and 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 be a bummer or anything like that, but just more so uh, looking at it like a chapter, you know. Right. And I had been d- doing Grubby Paws as like a thing since shoot, like 2011. Yeah, a long 2010. time. It's been like a long time, and you, there was just a lot of frustration where you know we had put out three albums, and it just. I feel like it ran its course. Nobody was caring. Yeah. And the people that did care, I, I more than appreciate. But, I mean, we lost a drummer. We gained a drummer. And it was just, it felt different. The mm-hmm. music we were writing, like the new song, the new quote-unquote grubby songs that we were writing were like a little, I want to say edgier, but like kind of just like darkier, darker, moodier, shoegazy, right. just a little bit more leaning to that tilt. And we're just kind of like, I think this is an opportune time to like rebrand. Yeah. yeah. You know, and just and 
sort of cleaned the slate because it felt like, you know, towards the end after we released um, Homewrecker as Grubby Paws, it felt like, I don't know, we, we sort of just hit a, a wall. A wall, which was the pandemic. Right. For everybody. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of walls people hit. That's a lot of walls that people mm-hmm. hit. But, like, trying to keep that thing. I felt like during the pandemic and when things were slowly coming back, especially, I'll just be honest, like, during the, the band at that time, I felt like I was co- constantly trying to resuscitate it. Yeah. Constantly trying to bring it back. Like, come on, I got some songs. Yeah. Please. Yeah, somebody give a shit. Get, oh, my God. Pounding the chest, just like, live. <laughs> and long story short, there was just a lot of, like, none of that happening. And it felt like the name Grubby Paws had a, sort of like a stain. Yeah. I was just like, it's done, dude. That's what it felt like in my heart. And so it was just like, uh... We're going to have, and we just sort of like started mulling around name ideas. And I have a very hard time remembering dreams. I don't almost remember them 98% of the time. So a lot of times I'll try and keep like a, like my phone near my bed or, or a notepad. And sometimes when you wake up, you have some remembrance of your dream and you can just kind of jot it down. Otherwise you're just going to lose it forever. I did that. And there was one night. I had a dream and I woke up and I just grabbed my phone. I was like, just like smashed my thumbs into it. How one does. As one does. As one does. (laughs) And then I went back to sleep and I woke up and then I just so happened to start looking at my notepad and I just saw Holy Coast. And it was like, that's it. And so what I, as a musician, as an artist, I'm sure, sure anybody and I'm sure you have you you find a spark when you can take it mm-hmm. and it was one of those moments where like i felt a little bit of like this is kind of weird so maybe holy coast as a band as a beginning concept i'm trying to remember what the fuck the dream was what the fuck is holy coast it can be anything i don't know and so starting with a clean slate and starting with a band with a name that came from, you know, just the astral realm, the dream world that I don't know what the fuck it was coming. It came from. So let's get weird, you know, or absurd <laughs> <laughs> or absurd. It's a nice tie into the, 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 the circle and not a shitty casket company album. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, to not talk about <laughs> just so that we don't get into that can of worms unless you really want to, um, I was going to say, well, at least Holy Coast sounds like a really good name. And I mean, hey, it, dreams can inspire anything. I mean, wasn't it Paul McCartney that wrote uh, Let It Be just due to a dream that he had? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard that particular story. I believe he said like his... Uh, uh, his mother came to him in a dream and said, let it be. And that's the reason why he wrote that. Oh yeah. That's super. Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, dreams inspire a lot of, uh, a lot of art. And, uh, I really like what you said, Ian, about, uh, trying to remember like what the dream was. Um, mm-hmm. because, uh, I, f- I feel really like, uh, like I can relate strongly to what you're, what you expressed about, you know, feeling like you hit a wall and, uh, like with Paco, like I, I did Paco for seven years and by the end I was just so stressed out. I probably was miserable to work with, um, because I was just unhappy. And, um, 
I also really like what you said about that spark. You chase that spark when it's there, when you can find it. And for me, this whole podcast is an experiment in that. Like, um, I had that, like the Paco thing, you know, it ended and I was just like kind of existing out in space with like, what am I going to do with my life now? What am I going to do with my artist, my artistic stuff, my creativity? Like, what am I going to do with this? And, um, th that spark hit and I was just like, okay, everything is like, everything is absurd. I just kept remembering that. I'm like, everything that is going on in the world is fucked up. Like we have a global pandemic, like right. ev everybody hates each other. Like, and the people that don't hate each other are all like being like real tribal and we just, we, we live in strange times. And I'm like, I want to talk about that with my friends. Um, why not? Yeah. And Shit's so terrifying. Let's reap the benefits of the sheer terror well maybe not maybe not so much reap the benefits but like uh we can we can like work it out we can talk Catharsis. about it yeah, yeah just... you know and in, in in doing so um you know bond and 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 also maybe come to some some better feelings about the mm -hmm. state of things and so that's the whole idea so I, I yeah i really like what you said um i i had a chance to listen to the ep um it's phenomenal you guys knocked it out of the park steve wartzler on the uh, production who also did uh, our ep back in 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 march and um or it was february we recorded that ep it came out in may but steve did that listen in, in COVID times months and time it, it is a really you know it's just like holy shit it's it's fucking September now and oh, yeah Jesus. I was thinking like oh shit you know July is coming up oh wait no we're getting closer to Christmas yeah, <gasps> yeah. during pan I feel like during a global pandemic time it was at a different pace and right. maybe it's just because I'm all getting old too can I admit something to you what's that I was gonna keep this a secret to the grave but I, I feel like this is the proper platform to admit it you left me as a moderator on the Paco Facebook page yeah oh and I have sat on a nightly basis of trying not to ship <laughs> Oh my god, you should have kept that for the longest time then uh, just like in about a month just release like just a stupid meme just somewhere. Oh my god. Where that you know what you should have posted that fucking uh picture of Iggy Pop yeah. and just go like that way Ryan knows it's you but he's not really sure. You can't go back. <laughs> no, I was literally like I I, I <laughs> there was like oh man it's been like two months and I'm still the moderator on the Paco is desperate page. What do I do? And I'm like, okay, there's one of three things I feel like there are roads I can take. One, the honest and, and true way of just saying, Hey, Ryan, uh, I'm still, you, you still mod. You might want to take that off Two, shit post, just absolutely goober out or three. I was going to hijack it and be like, like well, you've been hacked by Holy Ghost. <laughs> I was Here's our say, new EP. <laughs> you needed to go. You needed to be like that 2005 like era friend on Facebook going like you were hacked by Marissa. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah, dude! I should have left your phone unlocked. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there was some discussion in the band where we were like, would that be like? He's my dude, and I don't want to like burn that bridge whatsoever, <laughs> make it feel like weird, or like be like, dude, that's fucked up. You should have just asked it. But we were also kind of like, any any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like uh, maybe I'm just a little bit socially awkward, but I feel like knowing Ryan as long as I have, I don't think that would have been too much of an issue. I'm pretty sure he would have probably been like, oh, you rap scallion. No, How could I would have appreciated it. I would have appreciated it. Maybe when like uh, during that whole time frame where like the last couple months of the band, if you had done something then, that might have been like, uh, because I was just so stressed out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but which... after, I would have been like, oh, that's funny. You know what well, I mean? That, well, that's... That was the timing, yeah. Because by the time that I had 
uh, done the PIDcast, that was sort of like the last couple months of, of Paco. Yeah, it was getting toward the And end. I could tell they were sort of just like, oh, my God. Yeah, there was just like a stress I could even just feel. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to do it. I'll... Life seems hard. <laughs> <laughs> life is hard, and life is crazy and confusing. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 what can I say? Seven years of my life, and uh, it, it just, like you said, um, at some point you, you get to a point where it feels like, okay, it's time for a new chapter. And uh, right. now I get to talk with, you know, some of my best friends uh, about uh, things in the world that are insane. And it, like... And I, I like this. I, I'm happier. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not worrying about touring. I'm not worrying about, um, you know, trying to make this person happy, trying to serve this master, um, trying to keep the band together. And, and right. it, um, you know, I'm just like I said, uh, if it had been in those last couple months, it might have been like, eh, but had you right. done it like afterwards, I'd probably have been like, OK, that's funny. I mean, I'm still moderated <laughs> right now. I can literally pull my fucking. All phone right. Pull your phone out. We're getting it out there. <laughs> We're going to shit post on, oh on the Paco my page. God. Live shit. Posting. I am hijacking all the former Paco fans. <laughs> well, no, that's they're what, all mine now. That's Pay the ransom do. or you're never going to get them back. <laughs> that's what I should do. The Paco page has like uh, like thirty five hundred likes or something. So I should pull one of those things where people try to sell their Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys want I to. mean we only got like 700 and something on I, that's our not that's not a flex I I literally we the, the truth is I, I'm gonna expose a, a industry secret here oh. uh what we did is I just I I found like six or seven of my friends that had a thousand or more Facebook friends and then I just bugged them to invite everyone to like Paco and a couple <laughs> of them did it and we got up to 3500 and I'm like holy shit like half these people probably don't even know who we really are but here's the. But it looks good on paper. It right. looks good on the page. I man, man, it looks great. But man, does Zuckerberg hate fucking artists? Yeah, he, he hates fucking musicians. hates musicians, man. Oh, he I, hates anybody that isn't gonna pay his like little fee to get your place advertised yeah. anywhere. Like I have friends and bands with like twenty plus thousand likes on Facebook. Oh, once you get to ten thousand, they nerf your reach. Even then. Yeah, even before then, I'm sure. But, like, the big number I've heard is that 10K rollover, then they, like, cut your reach by, like, 50%. Or right. Like it's, that. like, the numbers are insane. Yeah. It's blatantly obvious, and we just kind of go, it's okay. Well, what else, still what else are we going to do? Uh, you know, because, like, social media... Um, Everybody says, oh, it's 2021. If you want to be a musician or you want to be an artist, you, like you have social media. We didn't have that in the 80s. We didn't have that in the 90s. We had to hit the pavement and post flyers to our shows and stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay, the internet is great. But you should also understand that social media is a nightmare for musicians. Oh, 100%. You're you, fighting against every other band in the world at and, that point. And social media companies are bloodsuckers. Right, dude. I mean, um, Jake had a really good point, And... It's just that literally everybody's on here now. Mm. Everybody's got a studio. And you're competing with so many different forms of entertainment. Um, as a pro wrestling guy, I hear this stuff in pro wrestling all the time. It's like, well, the re the ratings are down because they're competing with so many other different forms of entertainment. I'm like, it's not just wrestling. It's music. It's I mean, when you, when you have to compete with Netflix, when you have to compete with Hulu, YouTube, you have to compete with all these other platforms that are providing some sort of content. I mean, it's so hard to get anybody to give a fuck. And social media does you no favors, especially Facebook, because they want the to them it's all about the almighty dollar. That's what they yeah. want. Capitalism. Yep. Yay. It's almost like if there was a system that's not that. 
Maybe. I don't know. Politics. Late stage capitalism is like, <laughs> I, I know the, the running joke of this podcast is that every episode we start before we record and we're like, OK, let's not talk about politics. Let's not talk about. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like right outside, we were talking about, hey, no, we're not talking about politics. We're not talking <laughs> nope. about this. All no. right. So capitalism, Fuck capitalism, capitalism's <laughs> ruining the world. Seems damn globalist. Not to go back to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but we are, I'm not going to politicize this. I'm trying not to. I'll just say that the attempt is there. But it seems as if there was a time, I should say, a simpler time before technology. Mm-hmm. When these things were not as complex and now we're at a, in a position where it's too far gone. Yeah, it's it's too far gone. I think we have, uh, the go internet ruined everything. Well, yeah. Well, we we literally have entire generations, grown ass people, who who've only known what we have. Right. Like, I talking about sports since Bill's not here. Like, <laughs> damn it, Bill. Dude. Oh shit, we're getting into sports. All right, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> no, no, just just saying that. Like, everything when, is absurd. Not a sports podcast. Definitely not. Anyway, so sports. <laughs> no, but like seeing like draft prospects being born in like 2000, 2001 hurt, but then also you kind of go there, there are whole ass adults who are like now, you know, professional athletes who, who they don't know yeah. anything without a world uh, that we similar to this, where so many things are just instantaneous. It's terrifying. Yeah, there's a huge there's a huge competition out there. Your attention is money to them. And so there's this ginormous competition going on amongst everybody for your attention. And it's a it's no wonder that people can't <laughs> people can't make a living doing what they want to do. I'm saying with my ADHD, they're failing every time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the real problem here is there's just too many people. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so we were talking about sports analytics or something. I don't remember. <laughs> no, we were talking shit about technology, and technology was like, you said what, bitch? Oh, yeah. yeah. Phone back. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually yeah. kind of funny. You were sitting there shit talking technology, and then. And then the, the audio paused. No, so. maybe it was don't a ghost. Don't get me started. I'll get tinfoil out of my fucking truck right now. We're making hats. <laughs> it's the 5G, okay, man. I put never, 5G in the water. I never got the whole entire tinfoil thing. That's basically just an antenna. It's not blocking anything out. It, anything. It's like a lightning rod directing right to your head. Yeah. I never well, got no. that one. People people don't understand things, Jake. People are dumb. No, trust me. I'm one of them. Like, I, okay, when I was young, I, I suspected that maybe like adults weren't as smart as they put on and as an adult i had no idea that the crisis was this bad no i I used to think we got things pretty much on lock you know everybody's at least once you finish high school you're like a genius you can solve this problem that problem you know how to change a tire you know how to do your taxes and i don't know how to do any of those and i'm 24 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i i I, dude you know i know it's kind of a cliche but i felt like when i was younger uh, my early twenties, my late teens and stuff like, oh, you know, I, I got stuff figured out. Right. <laughs> and then I hit like 23 and I'm like, holy shit, I don't understand anything. Everything it, is terrifying. It gets worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it never gets better. Yeah, it never gets better. It never gets better. Yeah, I, kids. I heard the analogy that everybody's just walking around in suits. They're just kids in suits just thinking like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm an adult now. I just act like this yeah. and everything works out. <laughs> That's what I found out about being an adult as I've gotten older is it's literally just pretending that you have any sort 
sort of fucking clue what you're doing. And then, you know, like eventually you fake it till you make it. <laughs> if, yeah. Hopefully. Unless you work in retail and you see nobody's faking it. Nobody's making it. Everybody's just failing right downhill because somebody just yelled. Oh, yeah. You work in retail, don't you, Ryan? Yeah. Sure. So you know exactly what I mean. Oh, yeah. Believe oh, it's, me. It's great. Have you had an old lady yell at you yet because her coupons didn't work? Let me just say I don't I don't want to get too much into it because I don't like to talk about like my work. I try to keep it separate from this Leave kind of stuff. But work at work. But uh. I, I work with technology, specifically wireless technology, specifically the wireless technology we all carry in our pocket every day. And let me just tell you, <laughs> oh, my dear God. Now, is this putting five Gs in my bloodstream? Oh, my God. Is this going to connect me to the president? You guys are joking, right? But I, Oh, uh, I'm joking, but I know, I know how off. it is. No. I, I used to work at Kroger, and you the, the stuff you'd see there, oh, my God. I watch... I watched an old lady, probably like in her 50s, look like she's a soccer mom. Gonna be, I said old lady in 50. If my mom hears this, she's going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jake's mom. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but anyway, uh, I just watched her go off on one woman, like the cashier, just due to the fact that she had like a, like a jug of water that we usually sell at Kroger. She scanned it. And the old woman started going like, well, that was a refill and just started harassing her to the point where the cashier was in tears. I'm just thinking like the entire time, you're a grown woman. Don't. Don't be yelling at some woman who just scanned it because you weren't able to tell her yourself that it was like a refill. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. It's it's yeah, that's that's one of the hallmarks of retail is uh almost everything is actually the customer's fault. In the in the reality, right? They say the old cliche is the customer's always right. No, motherfucker. Oh, no, the, the, customer's the customer is always wrong. motherfucking wrong. The customer I fucking, has never been right. I fucking work here, bud. I fucking have worked here for 5 years. I know I, that's one of my favorite things is people will come in and ask me for help. Like, oh, my, you know, my phone's doing this or it's doing that or whatever. And it'd be like, then I'll tell them, okay, I, you know, I think this is what's going on. And, you know, here's how to fix it. Then they'll start arguing with me. Motherfucker, why did you come in here and ask me for my help? You clearly got everything figured out. So why don't you fix it yourself? I was going to say, you're smart enough. Come on, do it. Yeah, do it, do my job. It's the thing about retail is I see it on like uh, another com- thing to compare it to is like uh, with the recent disappearance of that girl, Gabby. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen well, the news. Oh, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's I've been all it. over the news at my work. I was I looking on the gossip. comments on like some of the news articles on Facebook earlier and all I saw was all these backseat cops and they know exactly what the officers and the police department should be doing and they're not doing this. And they, if it was me, I would have searched the van more if it was. And it's like, oh, OK, so you're you're a cop now. You, you know, you, there's <laughs> too many people. <laughs> Rain Wilson, calm down. I get it. You need another play. It's, it's almost. We like, already got it. We already got the play. We're dealing with say, it right like, now. Do we? It's almost as if we need like a global illness. Uh, mostly like a <laughs> maybe a pandemic. I just, need, I, I just need you to burn. Let it burn through. All right. <laughs> picture pic, picture humanity as like a as a forest, and there's a lot of dead trees that gotta burn up. All right. Just let that shit burn through, dude. Yeah. Just let it burn on through. Oh Control the fire. God. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I was gonna say if we're getting on the topic of retail, I can talk for. Hours. I, I love it back in my old job, which I won't name since it is actually a local place and I don't want anybody going there. Um, <laughs> the worst thing I want to do is give them free advertising. Oh, no, no, not free advertising. I don't want anybody going there and bullying them any more than they already have been. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, trust me. The people I got yelled at for saying hi to a customer once. I said, hi, how are you doing? He said, why are you talking to me like that? Uh. <laughs> The stuff How dare you talk at me? But my yeah. favorite thing they did was uh, the owner of the restaurant worked there. He was, a, he was an employee who constantly was there working. Mm. So my favorite thing would be somebody comes in and tells me, I know the owner. 
And I'm like, yeah, I know him too. He's in the back right now. You want to go say hi to him? <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, not that owner, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, retail is, is a whole lot of fun. And, and it really, that highlights a lot of the absurdity of the world. Um, but there's a poetic irony to it. Yeah. As, as much as we advance as a civilization, as, as a species, quote unquote, we still display the utmost animalistic behaviors. Mm. We're not going to escape what, our, what, what we actually are. We're animals. And we can put on suits. We can drive cars and all that shit. But we're still selfish. We're still stupid. We're still illogical. We're still chaotic. We're driven by emotion. Yeah, driven by, by in, poor instinct. Yeah. And it's all fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But now we live in a world. In a world. With uh, in a world, in a, we live in a society. In a society, all right. But great movie, by the way. <laughs> society or Joker? Which one am I talking about? Well, that'll leave you on your toes. You get what you deserve. All right. Uh, <laughs> off the rails. No, but like, it's you can literally see it anywhere on any platform mm. because we are te- technology is at where it's at. Going back, I'm sorry, computer. Do not turn us off. I'm not talking shit. I'm yeah, praise facts. be praise be the computer. Oh, okay. I for one welcome our AI overlords. <laughs> yes, th- <laughs> thank, thank you, you Daddy Jeff. Elon. Thank you, Elon. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Thank you so much for all your greatness. Thank you. Anyway, fuck those motherfuckers. I'm saying, Bo Burnham just heard you, motherfucker. He's coming for you. <laughs> Can I just have a shred of the billions? Please. Just a crumb. A crumb, bro. <laughs> Can I just have a crumb? No, but we're so plugged in. And so now we're in this weird time where I can just, while well, I'm taking a poop, scrolling on TikTok or Twitter, and I could just see all this animalistic chaos behavior. Because people are like, holy fucking shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're doing that. That lady's peeing on the road. And then, oh, my God, a cop is beating somebody. Oh, my. That's the absurdity that we're living in. Mm-hmm. And it, we're seeing it constantly, you know, in high definition. Yeah. I think about, I <laughs> Go was going to say, I think about that constantly of like, man, I'm sitting there shitting and looking at my phone, looking at all throughout this stuff. And I just think, what would a Roman gladiator do right now? If he just saw me doing this, like, just think like I'm some alien creature on, on my phone, just kind of going through it. I mean, cause that's what we kind of have gone. It's like humanity has gone in such a far direction, but like almost kind of stayed oh on the same God. path where it's like, we used to have like gladiatorial battles. Now we kind of still do, but they're in the middle of the street, or in or in an <laughs> octagon. Ooh, you know. either in an octagon or we can't escape Joe Rogan in, on this in, podcast, in, can we? <laughs> in, Circling or, back, or in front of like a an P. octagon. <laughs> Call me, Joe. Call me in front of a PF Changs. You know, <laughs> it's all chaos. It's all terrifying. Well, I like. Uh, I think you raised a really good point about the social media thing, and and I wanted to add on to that. I think that um like. With social media, yes, it's we, we we get on our phones, you know, we're taking a dump and we're we're seeing all this. And let's not act like that doesn't have the, the consumption of that mm-hmm. doesn't reinforce a lot of really shitty stuff in all of us. Like like uh phone addiction is is real, man. It's so real. And I would be lying to you if I didn't say I'm I'm completely addicted to my phone. I'm on my phone all the time. Oh, it's 100%. my connection to the world. Like I used to when I used to want to get connected to the world when I was a kid, I would go outside and ride bike with my friends and now <laughs> if I want to feel connected to the world I have to get on Facebook or you know I, I mean I think that there's this uh, this loneliness 
and people that yeah. social media breeds. I, I you know get a little serious just for just for a second. Um, Real talk, realist of talk here. Um, I think people are fucking lonely, and I think social media like it sounds it sounds like a, like a. A uh, contradiction, right? Like you think social media would make people feel more connected. I think it does the opposite. I think it makes people feel more. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, I I forget who said it. I I've watched so much stuff that I just constantly forget names and people and faces. Um, which was like, even though we're more connected than ever, we're more isolated than mm. ever in existence. Where uh, I bring, I brought this up to a friend recently, where it's like, you know, how many people in your neighborhood do you know? You can, you are on Facebook. You're connected to the entire world. You don't even know your neighbor, though. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's like, I barely know both my neighbors. I used to know everybody that lived on my street when I was a kid, and now I, I, you know, I know my immediate neighbors. You That's, just shattered my entire universe. <laughs> I'm sorry for shattering it. That was, that was a really fucking good point, and now yeah. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I, I feel like no, I need I, to go I, introduce myself it feels to my neighbors. Terrible. No. I'm just like I want to go next door to my neighbor and like tell him like, oh hey, you know, I'm your next door neighbor. I've lived next to you for like three years. And How since, do you feel? And since they're still fucking, you know, just like you, they're just as influenced by the social media culture. They'll probably think it's weird. Like, oh, they're older. Like I live next to like people who are in their 60s oh, and yeah. like 70s. I'm, I'll probably go over and they'll be like. Like, hi, I'm your next door neighbor, and they're gonna say, "Hey, stop playing your drums so loud at like 12 at night." I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> well, I, I said something earlier about, um, um, like with music and stuff. Like back in the 90s or whatever, if you wanted people to come to your show, you had to pound the pavement, staple flyer, flyers on on telephone poles. It, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna say something a little, might be a little controversial here. Ooh, a little bit controversial. I think, I, I think I would have rather pounded pavement and stapled flyers to telephone poles than have been in the era of, of things where I was, where it was just such a constant struggle. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I, people my age group and above agree with you. Mm. You know, one of the biggest struggles is I've been playing shows for over tw- now over 20 years. Mm. You know, I played, I played my first show when I was 12. You know, back in the, you know, very I mean, late 90s, early 2000s. Flexing on us? <laughs> I'm the young I'm, I'm old. That's not a flex. It's like everything hurts. I just meant more of like playing your first show when you're like 12. I played well, my only show when I was like 14. <laughs> I'm no. over here like, oh, okay. Oh, all right, 12. Dang. All right. Mm. I remember what have I been doing with my life? Just, <laughs> pretty much. It's like watching like that kid, that seven-year-old, going throughout like a death metal song and doing it perfectly. And I'm just like sitting there like, I can play Hot Cross Buns kind of well. <laughs> but go ahead. You but, know what you're saying. But, yeah. So I, and maybe you guys can understand this. When, when you play music young, period, um, you usually run with older older dogs yeah so you get speak. you get like mentors yeah and so my mentors were like playing in the 80s and 90s primarily mm. you know or at the very least the 90s and this is bef- when when the internet was out but it was like the oregon trail yeah you know i mean it wild was, west it was a wild west we had hamsterdance.com meets new ground no we didn't even have meat spin yet oh that was later yeah oh, i thought later, spin come, came out pretty early i thought not, I not till the mid 2000s really yeah, but i do remember some stuff similar to meat spin was on new ground oh yeah oh absolutely oh, so, also i mean I mean, spinning dicks is, has been a, it's been a, you know, it's been a cultural thing. A cultural thing. It's a centerpiece of, of comedy. Yeah, that's, that's a centerpiece. <laughs> of once, comedy. once you realize you can, you know, spin a wiener around, hey, that's kind of cool, man. Yeah, hey, life's the, never the same. <laughs> you know, that's what we need to get back to. We need to get back to humanity's roots of spinning dicks spinning, and just enjoying spinning, the dance. That's some pud. That's the whole. I think, dude, do we even need to continue the podcast? We just we just solved everything. Yeah, right? just spin I your dick. Right. Nothing's absurd spin anymore. Dick. <laughs> no, but there's just that time and and. That's why whenever I have these conversations, I almost feel like a new boomer 
but like <laughs> instead of N-E-W, it's N-U. The, the millennial boomer. Oh, like the a new, new metal? You're like like... A new metal, I'm like a new metal boomer. Yeah. We're well, like, I'm just like, man, I remember back in my day where you used to have to call on I was going to say, new metal boomer, that's just Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my generation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> generation. But like, it's it, it just blows me away that all this happened in such a sm- small amount of time where I remember vividly having to learn the techniques from, from the mentors that I was playing with. And they're like, okay, uh, you know, go, go to the mall. The mall's the hot spot. Hand out flyers. And, you know, invite people. If you see a dude with tattoos and piercings or a chick with tattoos and piercings, be like, hey, you look like you like punk rock. You like, you like metal. Come to our fucking show. And that yielded benefits because at that time there was such a simplistic thing. I mean, you know, they would they wouldn't be plugged in, so they oh I know about like thirty other shows I'm uh, I'm more interested in, or I'm gonna go do this instead, or I'm gonna go and watch Netflix, or you know, right. stay home, or yeah, they they were like oh shit, there's a thing in my town I didn't know about it, I would love to do this. I'd rather yeah. do that than just sit at home and watch a new rerun of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but that's why it was so so like simple back then is because we were less plugged in. Hmm. Kind of going back to what you're talking about, how like we, you know, there was a time where you know, when we were growing up, how do you connect it with somebody? It was I'm gonna go ride my bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot less fear. Pick up the landline, call their landline, hope they're home. Right, dude. I, I remember when I was a kid, my parents were like, just leave. Just leave. Just be gone for a while. And I would just wander the neighborhood just as like a six year old, just going, I'm going to find friends. And you just did. And it was was. fine. And that's That's how how I became friends with my local drug dealer, (laughs) 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 who I didn't know was a drug dealer at the time. Uh Oh, (laughs) that's a whole other absurd story. Uh, Yeah, that's like a whole different thing. But but... like, I I think about me as a dad now. My daughter's going to be nine. I'm terrified at the concept of her stepping out. Not because, only she's a girl. You know, that's terrifying in itself, right. especially what women have to deal with. But just just a child alone, I'm just like, I can't. I know I've seen too many things on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I know that there, there are such disgusting, degenerate human beings in the world. I'm like, I don't want to ever leave. We didn't have that fear back then because we were dumb. I mean, yeah. those things existed in the 90s. You just didn't know they, they happened. There was no spotlight on them. I mean, in some cases, there well, was. Well, yeah, people knew they... about, like, John Wayne Gacy and Jeffrey Dahmer, but, like, it wasn't, oh, this happened in your neighborhood and right. this there, could happen there, to your kid. There's a lot of fear-mongering on the internet. I, I mean, like, and not just, like, politically or anything like that. I'm talking about just in general. I mean, there's murder porn, like, uh, uh, which is just the idea that, like, there's all these new television shows and podcasts and the true crime stuff, and people, like, love to hear about that shit. And, and yeah, that does reinforce these ideas in us that, like, okay, I never want to go outside because somebody's going to stab me in the face or somebody's going to do this to me and like you said yeah back in the day like that's that's how my parents my you know my grandma raised me and when i was a young boy you know she would be Make friends, go out, play with the neighborhood kids. Be gone for a while. You're pissing me. You know? Go get chicken pox. You'll come back and be perfectly fine. You're They'll pissing me each off, other's mouths. But you better fucking be back here by the time them street lights are on. Uh, yeah, that's the way right. it used to be. But yeah. I mean, it comes down to just like media is kind of. It's not even just like the internet or anything else like that. It's just like media. Everything is trying to get as many clicks as possible. Right. So and they you make get it clicks as terrifying do- as possible. Yeah, doomsday in and and yeah, exactly. Um, 
but but even let let's let's not forget about the fact that also you know going back to the '90s and like how things were simpler then for musicians, you could still you could still put a, a record out and make forty fifty grand to take home and yeah because you know oh my god this is a whole other can of worms I was gonna too. say talk about how much like the music oh. industry just fucking gouges musicians yeah. is I know you're huge, you're huge on that yeah I, I I can't stand it you know I mean it, it's just. It's so frustrating because what I see is like, for example, let's talk about Spotify. And, I and, was going to bring up Spotify. In all fairness, <laughs> this podcast is on Spotify, so I'm going to put that out there so nobody th- calls me a fucking hypocrite or anything. If you want your shit to be heard in 2021, you got to fucking be on Spotify. It's bullshit. I you don't gotta agree with it. You got to suck the dick and kiss the ring. But no, saying that, knowing that, being on the platform, I'm going to fucking talk shit about it because it needs to be said. Spotify is yeah. a company that is, that ha- Daniel Eck, the, the, the CEO of Spotify is That worth- motherfucker. $3.5 billion. That that means that he is worth four to five times what Paul McCartney is worth. And Daniel Eck has never fucking wrote a song in his life. He enriched himself and Spotify enriched themselves off of the back of artists that they use to bring people and viewership and, and streaming you know time that they can then translate into advertising revenue and premium subscriptions. And then you, as an artist, dude... I'm not saying Paco ever did great numbers. I mean, we, you know, at one point we had like 2,500 monthly listeners and I will say in a year, Paco has never made more than $30 from streaming. Must be nice. Yeah. No, (laughs) never, never. I think the highest we ever did one year was like $21. Should have hijacked. Should have hijacked. That that 21, that Paco money, man. That Paco money, son of a bitch. I was going to say, man, you're making 30 bucks? Damn, that's more than I ever made. Yeah, I mean, you know, like... (laughs) And that, you know, but that's, that's not just, that's not just Spotify. This is what's fucked up about it is that was the com the combined revenue right. from everything that our music was on. So we're talking Spotify, Apple music, uh, Google play, Amazon, you know, and, I, and I'm sure people don't use those as much or whatever, but it's, it's the fact that it's the, the, the collective income. And back in 1995, your, you know, your, your, your punk band, that's you and your buddies, you know, could get even like a smaller or a medium time record deal, put out a record and walk home with 20 grand because they could put out a hundred thousand copies and sell them. Right. And you can't do that anymore. It's just, I mean, it's, it's impossible. That's honestly why we chose to release our EP strictly and right now exclusively on Bandcamp. I, was, I admire the fuck out of that, you know, because uh, and Paco considered stuff like that a bunch of times and everybody told me no. I won't say Paco. I considered it. Um, everybody told me no. They're like, no, that's that's career suicide. If you're not on Spotify, no one's going to hear you. And I'm like, OK, but am I ever going to fucking be able to pay my bills? Like what what what's it, it is being heard more important? Right. Well, we've made more money on Bandcamp than. Ten plus years of grubby paws. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I should also say, I mean, I've seen bands on Spotify for like ten years that I've listened to for that entire time that have only accumulated maybe like three thousand so- like hits over the course, and yeah. probably half of those are me. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like Spotify. Like people don't go looking for artists on Spotify. I do, but I'm a crazy person. Like <laughs> you know, I'm, where I go to look for artists usually is like amongst my friends. I'll see what they're listening to. Dude, or, yeah. And I feel like that's oh a generational God. thing. Really. It is because there was a time in early internet where there was like a whole new territory. Mm. We, I, I remember having conversations going like, "Hi, discover this band on purevolume.com or MySpace." I was like, going to bring up MySpace. MySpace. I mean, Zanga. Zanga. Oh, don't bring up the oldens. <laughs> I'm going to start feeling like a boomer soon. I'm like the youngest person in this room, and I'm going to start having my knees hurt. <laughs> right. Well, th- th- well, that's the the beauty and the terror in it. Where the beauty it's and the beast. Beauty and the beastie. But it's in such a short span. 
mm-hmm. couple years, all so many things happen at once. Like I, when, when you were saying you're going to create a podcast called Everything Is Absurd, I'm like that's a perfect name because uh, the past even just four to five years, not even politically. I mean, politically, things got fucking whacked. Yeah. yeah. But everything in just a couple years just has gone absolutely off the fucking rocker. Everybody is off the fucking rocker. Mm. Locally, things are off the fucking rocker. Yeah. Things I never anticipated would ever happen. People who I thought were like, you know, like, oh, this is a nice guy. Turn absolute piece of shit. Or like... or just in general, just like thinking that the world is one thing and then just taking two steps outside and everything is chaos. Mm-hmm. What the fuck happened? I literally had this conversation with a friend of mine today, and it's a conversation I've had with uh, you know a couple people. But the America that we were promised growing up in school, you know, I remember very specifically being led to believe that if you work hard, you chase your dreams, you be a good person, you know, you put in that effort that you will succeed and you can you can have whatever you want. There's an American dream. There's an but the the American reality is that that's bullshit, man. I when by the time I was an adult, the America I I was promised was dead. The oh, society, by the time you were an adult, by the time you were a teenager, yeah, like right after. I don't uh, know if it was nine eleven or if it was the two thousand and eight recession. I don't know exactly when to pinpoint the shift, but I think Ian's totally right. There was a shift that took place, and then everything just was fucked. Oh, it was like a combination of all of the above, of just like. That American dream that you were talking about just got shifted so far once, like, everything with 9-11 happened. The entire American culture just got shifted in such other directions. I mean, you kind of had in the 90s where people were coming back together, like, a little bit. But, I mean, with that happening, everybody kind of came forcefully together, banding as, like, a nation. But then, like, people quickly realized there was a lot of things that were kind of wrong that we were still doing. And it's just, like, I mean... You could bring up anything here, but it would just get too political. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, if we don't have to stray away from politics. Right. You know, I, we can talk about that. No, we're keeping we're we're gonna keep more, the streak alive. We've already gotten. We've already crossed that. I, I was gonna say. I'm more just trying to say. I'm stupid with politics. I, I just shit post on my Facebook, dude. I got nothing in terms of like political opinions besides, right. hey, don't be a piece of shit. At this point, I I don't have. I just think everyone's fucking shysty and corrupt. It's all. So. It's all. It's all bad. Yeah, it's all bad. But no it, it's it's this. Snake, oh my god, snake eating its own tail. Ouroboros. Yeah, right. I have one tattooed on me. I know what that is. It's such a good way to phrase it. But that's what I feel like our history is. And what all this is, what we're experiencing right now, for the most part, has existed in the world in modern history forever. However, we are in this really terrifying time where everybody's plugged into it. Oh, yeah. There's always been shit. There's always been corrupt. There's always been absolute garbage forever. But now we have it shoved in our faces on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. On the news, on the computer screen, on the tablet, on the cell phone. And so, right, but now there's this this catch-22 where you you said earlier where, you know, in the world of social media where everybody's so plugged in, we're actually more isolated. We're more alone. And so we try and create community. By plugging in, mm, but even it's, more, it, but it's, you know, 
being divisive even more so. Yeah, it's just one big circle. It's it's a snake eating its own ass. Yep, yep, exactly. And that's what, it's a great way to put it. With like with the social media thing too is like uh, one reason I feel like social media makes people feel alone is because I think social media encourages and rewards this idea that instead of being who we really are, that we put out the best possible version of ourselves and act like that that's our real our real thing. Like one thing with me that I've always you know I've always tried to. Be be genuine. I've never, I've always tried to, um, never shy away from, from the things about myself that I don't like or the things about myself that I struggle with. Um, you know, I, I'm not a perfect person. I, I have mental illness and, and I have, uh, you know, these, I have, just like everybody else, I have problems. Uh, and I've always, I've never tried to shy away from that, but I, I get on social media and it's like, okay, uh, you know, so-and-so posts a thirst trap and they get 50, 60, 70, 100, 200 likes bunch of retweets whatever and then so and so talks about how they're struggling with their mental health and you know I, I see people that post like that kind of stuff and they're lucky to get three or four likes to get anybody to care because in social media incentivizes the you know the 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 best things about you you want right. to put out the best shit in your life i'm doing this i'm successful i'm hot i have this going on and and I, that's not who people really are and that's not reflective of people's real lives so then we have this disease of comparison then you know so and so and so. <laughs> no one thought. No one thought. He definitely did not tip over the microphone a little bit. <laughs> so and so, um, you know, has you. has like two thousand, three thousand Instagram followers, and I have three hundred. Well, damn. Now I feel like people don't like me. Why is so and so so much more pop? I mean, it's just a mental thing that we as humans naturally do. And uh, the disease of comparison, I think, uh, is a big part of the problem with social media. I'm We're seeing that with my daughter. Oh yeah, I mean, kids especially. Kids, kids are are so bad. Man, dude. I feel so bad for them because like kids in the social media. I remember growing up when we didn't have social media. I was already insecure enough. Right now you're just like, well, my friend has this many followers and I don't have any, and that means no money likes me. Oh god, and, that's terrifying to even hear about. I meant like bullying a, too. You know, is, I mean. Oh yeah. You, I, oh my god. Bullying, of course, in school has obviously always been a problem, but now we have this whole new monster: online bullying, cyberbullying. <laughs> right. People are gonna, you know, people kind of scoff at it and act like it's oh, what you know. People are just sensitive or whatever, but it's it's real and it comes it's, in different forms. It's a terrifying concept because now people have power mm -hmm. to find you. I right. say those and, people on and, Xbox Live never went away. Yeah. But now they that, now they have more access. They can find all your social medias and like be in your comment section. I mean, most people aren't good enough at call you gamer words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gamer moment. Uh, Let's I mean, not have any here. Yeah, most most people um, are not great at like you know keeping their personal shit on the low. So if you want, you it's very easy to find out basically anything you want about somebody, dude. This is probably not something I want to put out on a podcast. Uh-oh. If you want, I can take the mic for oh you and God. just not have you oh say that. Dude, even Mike, even Mike it? in the booth is like, he's like, oh, what's he going to say? Uh, what are you going to say, Ian? <laughs> Come on. Come on with it. Unless right. you don't want to. This I'm not going to pressure this you. This is a really, really, really convoluted wormhole. And this is being absolutely transparent. And, man, it's, it's going to be bad. You can only so, hear it here. <laughs> only on everything is absurd. This happened a few years ago. And it, the sheer terror I experienced with how much you can find by a couple clicks is insane. And th and this is what I'm about to say is it was a genuine like curiosity. 
And it turned and it turned into like a three a.m. Like, how the fuck am I finding all this out? Oh my god, <laughs> I have all this. <gasps> and I like dropped my phone. Went, oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> Detective Ian over here doing his no. internet sleuthing. Okay, so <laughs> man, never thought I'd ever talk about this publicly. Okay, so, I didn't know he was a private detective. He's gonna yeah. tell us he found out exactly where yeah. Elvis is hiding. Dude, tell you me. know where Jimmy Hoffa's buried? <laughs> Drop it. Holy no. shit, Detroit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Many, 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 many years ago, when I was a lad, I was in sixth grade, I think, fifth or sixth grade. And, you know, it was, it was the Oregon Trail of the Internet, and we had just gotten um, Instant Messenger, like, like AOL Instant Messenger, and I'm just exploring. And, you know, I'm just a gorby little dweeb, mm-hmm. you know, and I loved anime. <laughs> Still do. Still do. I was, I, was a, I was a neckbeard and, you know, fucking 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And I'm just like searching for things like anime related. And I found a lot of like fan art pages and like um, people who make comic strips of just like offshoot parody stuff. And I was just so super in that. I think I know where this is going and I don't like it. No, it's no. not. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but it's not. It's, okay, okay. It's, I'm ready for the misdirection. Okay. No, this is actually Swerve. It's actually gen- genuine. It's, okay, it's okay. fine. Um, and I found this uh, Dragon Ball Z like tribute site where um it was these two sisters and they were just like and one of them w- would just like post like content and the other one was like a really good artist and she would just draw these comic strips and they were like a, a team and they were heavily favoring Vegeta and that was like as a kid I'm like I always rooted for that guy he was always the cooler one <laughs> he was always cooler he was a dick, but he was cooler. But See, this is like the sports for me. It's like I'm just lost. Uh, in oh, right. you don't watch too much anime? I, I watched a couple things when I was a kid. Right. But, you know, right. Well. Inuyasha, like stuff on Adult Swim. Well, That's right. Kinda... Well, that, at that time, same. Yeah. You know, but like, That's I'm the just... only place you could get it when you were a kid. Right. right. So I'm just like, holy shit. And I'm just like, and I got really invested into this website. And then as a kid, I, I, I had a crush on the, on the comic book artist of that website and this this talks about how one how long ago this was and two how probably young we both were um maybe a year or two older than me and i started emailing her but we had to do it on our um, our dad's email (laughs) so i was like correspond i was like corresponding with this woman um just via and it was it was real innocent shit like I I see you really like Radiohead. <laughs> like, this is really cool. Would you like? And I pretty much was like, "Would you like to be my girlfriend?" Pickup line of the year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah." That's that was what sold it, man. Right. The so, radio. so you we like were, Radiohead? My favorite song is "Creep." So, <laughs> you like so we were like Android. We were like internet boyfriend and girlfriend. I had a I had way too many of those. Right. But but, but, <laughs> no, but literally nothing ever went beyond that. Right. Ever. We never met, never talked on the phone. Never, it was just email correspondence. I'm like, it's my girlfriend, and that was it. Oh, yeah. When you're a kid, the second a girl talks to you, that's my that's girlfriend. My gr- that's yeah. a girlfriend now. Yeah, exactly. You, don't know, we, you we wouldn't know her. She goes oh, like, to another school. I was going to say, he literally had that girl. <laughs> you didn't know her. And, she went to a different school. But there's always a couple things that I remembered. You know, that I'm also in recent years, I've discovered that I have Asperger's. So I, I'm, I'm definitely on, on the autism spectrum. Yeah. And, um, my mind is cir- circuited in a way where I remember these very fine details from this very obscure thing 
but I can't remember what I had for like breakfast yesterday. You know, so like I, one of the things I remembered is like they were homeschooled. I remember the first name of the dad because of the email and uh, that they were insanely private. Like I, I only ever saw like a couple pictures that she sent to me via the email of what she looked like. Cause I, I had one where my dad took a me and I was holding my guitar. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what's up, babe? Look up. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I want to play Wonderwall. Dude, <laughs> the moment I started playing guitar, it was like, I always have to have this. <laughs> right. This is like the only thing that makes me cool. Right. So that was that. And so a couple years ago, maybe like three, three years ago now, um, you ever have just a wild hair up your ass of you think you're you're nostalgic and you're thinking about your childhood, you're thinking about your past. Oh yeah, and you start thinking about like the people you used to yeah, know. Yeah, you're like, like, what, what happened the to them? Yeah, literally, that's exactly what happened. I was like, whatever happened to them? I have yeah. that every now and again, but sorry, I continue. Yeah, and okay, so here's here's the shit of it. So I'm like, I remembered some of these details, and I tried googling it at first, and just or like, I no, I was I was searching social media. I knew the names of some people, so I'm looking up names. Can't find anyone anywhere. I'm like, okay. I thought I'd leave it. But then it just started bothering me. I'm like, everybody's plugged into social media. And she's like, my age. How are you not? How are how you, are you not, not on? Any, how are you not anywhere? You got a MySpace at the very least? Like- uh, right. I'm like, I'm like, okay, hold on. And so that the curiosity got me. I'm like, okay, well, I remember she had an offshoot uh comic series after the Dragon Ball Z stuff that she had her own original content. I remember the name of it. I'm not gonna drop it here because <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah, it's neither here nor there. And I and I I'm also really on the spot <laughs> as it is. So I remember the name of it. I'm like, oh so I looked it up. The website still existed. I'm like, haha I found something. So she did exist. <laughs> she does. And she's still she's still doing art. She's she is still same style, literally like obviously more refined with technology, but you can see her style and she's still putting out, she's got like a Patreon and she's still putting out art. And I'm like, holy shit, big discovery. But all her only social medias that she had was like, was like Twitter and an Instagram just, just for her comics. Mm. Every once in a while she'll, she'll post something like, Oh, listening to this now, or you know, da da da, but not a single drop of her personal life, or like any anything remotely surrounding her life except her art. I feel like this story is prepping to end with, and that's how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you and, actually Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> ah, I wish. Same. No. <laughs> I just want Neil Patrick Harris money. <laughs> Same. I don't even want his money. I just want to be him. <laughs> He's a handsome young man. He is it absolutely. Um. Go on. But, and so I'm just like, okay, that's cool. And then I try and walk away from it. But then you have that thing of like, how the fuck do you not have anything about your family or like, you know, just, just who you are. All, all you are on the internet are these things. It's just, I do comics. That's it. N- completely clean slate around it. I was gonna say I'm not gonna hate that though. I wish I had that kind of life. Honestly, it sounds uh, right. Sounds like heaven. Honestly, it sounds like how right. the internet probably should have been all along. And that, right, and that's why I was so drawn in at that point. And I was like, so, so fascinated. fucking interested to find out like, exactly how, what happened. 
like it was almost like she was frozen in time, right? But still relevant. Of just like I'm still putting out art, but just like these things are the same. I'm doing I, it on my terms. Yeah, and I and I know I know the same things about her now than I did back then, which was she does comics. <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's, that's kind of it. Yeah. And listens to like '90s weird rock. Still listens to Radiohead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a, a, even associated acts around it. Like that's that's all I know about this person. I'm like, they've they've literally, and this is since like 2000, 2001. They've kept that up for so over now over 20 years. I'm like in absolute admiration, but then also I had this real like. I am determined. There's no fucking way that this is all that someone's been able to maintain. I'm like, I was, li- I was trying to find the leak, leak in the pipe somewhere. So I went to Google. And this is where, very long story short, this is where it kind of goes and how terrifying and how on the um, network we all are. I remembered her dad's name. And I, I, because I remember the email. And I went... This name. And I and then I remembered that they lived somewhere in Ohio. Don't know the town, don't know, but I just knew Ohio. So I put the person's name, Ohio. White pages comes up. Click on it. Do you know where I'm going at with this? Where yeah. like all the information they put up on you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're able to probably find their address. Yeah. Criminal Ad- records. Address, criminal records, siblings, spouses. Former addresses. Former address. Just that, and I'm not going to lie, guys, I threw my phone. I was like, Tara, I'm like, ah! how the fuck did that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm on, I'm on this shit. I, what do people know about me now? Like, it really paranoided the fuck out of me. You were like the protagonist of a Black Mirror episode, like, all that time. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so terrifying how much of your information is out there. I mean, it's why, like, uh, Anna... Oh, I can't say the word, but people are unknown anymore. You can't be anonymous. anonymous yeah. yeah, right. And so I wanted to test the theory and I went, okay, that is fucking terrifying. Now let's type in your name. Let's try now, to see what I can find on myself. Well, I, I did that for sure. But then I was like, I wonder if I can find a sibling or, a, or, or, or the dad on social media. And I did. And that's when I tapped out. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it starts getting like, okay, I'm like a stalker in like some yeah. 90s movie. Oh, I'm like a... Uh, but that, that wasn't Wilson. your intention, you know? I mean, you were Right, just, that was yeah. literally not my intention at all. But I got so invested on the sheer fascination of how have you been able to maintain this? I want... Because there was almost that like jealousy of like, I fucking wish I had that. I wish I hadn't. I wish that I had not had access to the internet until I was well into my adult. Well, here's the, here's the crazy thing. Despite me, because I found uh, her sister on Facebook who was actually mutual friends with somebody I went to high school with. Wow. Okay. Terrifying. <laughs> so I messaged this dude. And this dude, he was, he was one of those kids in high school. He was like a year or two under me. And he was a weirdo and I was a weirdo. And I took him under my, my wing. That was sort of our relationship. And that man has led the most exotic. If he's ever back in Ohio, you need to get him on the podcast. He's fucking in. His life has been insane. 
And I'm like, you'll have to give me a contact. All right. I'm like, of all people, this makes sense because you were, <laughs> but I messaged him. I'm like, how do you know this person? He's like, oh, we met at a Chromeo show when we made out. <laughs> <laughs> so by all this terrifying things that I was able to discover on a, on a fucking spiral in three in the morning, I'll find out that the sister of this person I was trying to figure out made out with somebody I went to high school with at a Chromeo concert. Not only is that terrifying in, in the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, but I now have all this information in my brain meat because of social media, because of the, the power of the internet. And just talking about it today, it still just terrifies me. I'm, I'm sitting here going, and that is just like me Genuine just curiosity. Right. Can you imagine what people can do with, like, malicious With intent? malice and, and vindictiveness. Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I mean you, you got, got that. Doxing's a real, real thing. Yeah, doxing's terrible. You I piss mean, somebody off and they post your address on Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is genuinely terrifying. Like, yeah, um, yeah. like last year, um, when, uh, I'm not going to name names, but particular people were beefing on Twitter, and then the one guy was like, I'm going to throw a brick through you remember that yeah yeah that's terrifying that's like that's somebody's fucking house dude like that's their sanctum that's their where they should be safe it's absurd it's still funny though somebody will send me i'll be on beefing with somebody on twitter they'll send me my address but it's like idiot i already know it <laughs> yeah i already know my address you goofball <laughs> stupid i know my ip He's address this isn't terrifying to me What's happening? Send me like a skeleton. I might be a little bit Here's a fun story that kind of goes uh, into what you were saying, Ian. And this goes back to, oh, man, I was probably 14 or 15. I was in high school and I was going in. I was in this hip hop phase. I was really into hip hop. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to rap. Word. I wanted to ba- like I would battle rap kids at, at, in the lunchroom. And really, I was just like a 14, 15 year old, awkward white kid who just happened to be interested. I listen in to Limp Bizkit. I mean, hey, that's how Eminem started. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and of course, you know. I look back on that, I'm like, oh, you know, people people thought that was so funny, but whatever, you know. Um, so it was, it was in this big hip hop phase, and uh, there was this uh, forum on the internet where uh, people would like release leak versions of songs and 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 just talk about hip hop in general. Mm-hmm. And I was on that forum, and uh, and it was there was this kind of culture on that website and it's i've seen it in other websites too i think it's just kind of a thing but it was like there's reputation so certain posters have higher rep you can like upvote stuff like reddit but the upvoting goes to their reputation instead of like a particular post and um there would be beefs and there would be exposures and and all sorts of stuff like Mm. that so so two posters are beefing with one another then the one's like i'm gonna expose you and then finds whatever you can find out about that person and posts them in a big black thread and uh one time i i guess i pissed somebody off and they uh i I, come to say i didn't have any of my personal information tied to this forum account i didn't use my real name um you know it this person wasn't like a forum moderator so they wouldn't have had access to my ip address or anything like that as far as i knew i was golden right like nobody can really track me he posted a picture of my 14 year old self from myspace as like a threat it was like uh, you keep going, and this is your this is where it's going. Like I know everything about you, motherfucker. And I was like, I shut my account down and never went back. 
I was terrified. I was like 14, 15, and I didn't have any of my personal information tied to this form account. And somehow this guy found my MySpace and took a picture off of it. Like, I was like, no, I'm done. (laughs) It's it's insanity, man. Are you won this rap battle? (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude, this beef, consider it squashed, man. It went a little bit too far that time. I'll I'll take this L. That's fine. Just leave me the hell alone. Jesus Christ. This is a heavy episode. We've covered a lot of shit in this episode. I'm going to walk away from this just like... Like, terrified. You're gonna put your phone on like the counter and go. All right, stay away from me. I I don't want anything <laughs> else to happen. Well, that's, what, that's what's funny when like everybody's like they're putting tracking devices in the vaccine. I'm like motherfucker. You carry around you a tracking tracking device 24 seven. What the fuck do you they, think GPS is? Oh yeah, I hear white that pages on Google knows more yeah. than you even anticipate. I get that at work all the time because of course we get anti vaxxers and five, oh my God. five G people that come in and they're like, Ooh, and uh, yeah, I'm like, dude. That cell phone knows more about you than anything. And you know what's fucking crazy? I actually found this out uh, because we used to get visited by Mormon missionaries. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and they would come, like, try to get us come get baptized. Mitt Romney? And their magic thing. underwear. Yeah. No, not Mitt, <laughs> I never met Mitt Romney, but, you know, uh, but yeah, these, actually, these two really nice gentlemen, I mean, they were always super kind. It's, it's just, you know, I don't necessarily they're, identify. They're nice, but they're just fucking dorks. Yeah, they're dorks. <laughs> oh, that's and, the best way to put them. They're just fucking dorks. Yeah. And they have some really weird, like, like, they told me, like, okay, if you join the church, you can't smoke cigarettes or drink caffeine. And I'm like... Can't drink caffeine. But can I come loads? <laughs> Big Not loads. unless you're married. Uh, well, how all many, right. How many wives we talk? <laughs> <laughs> That's where it gets dicey. But Less than five, I'm not in. More than five, I'm okay. More than seven, we got, we're getting problems. We're yeah. getting the murky waters here. Dude one, is, dude, one is fucking enough. One is enough of a fucking hard oh hassle. Oh, my God. Um, but the reason I bring this up is because it's not Facebook. It's not Twitter. The, the, the entity in this world that has the largest database and collection of human records is the Latter-day Saints Church. It's not Facebook. It's not Twitter. LDS has s- records on an abs- uh, absurd, we go back to the title, an absurd amount of things in people. And this was pointed out to me by these Mormon missionaries. They're like, yeah, we, uh, they, they'll keep track of you. If they get your address once, then your name goes into one of their databases. And anytime you move, they'll fucking find you. I've been visited after moving addresses by the Mormons. Dude. And they're like, how'd you, I'm like, how'd you find me? Oh, well, we, we have your records. And you said you moved addresses. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? That's terrifying. I mean, that's fucking like Scientology and how fucking terrifying they are. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I recently watched that uh, Netflix documentary. Oh, it's so fucking terrifying. And, oh my God. You know who really knew about the Mormon shit? My pops. Nick, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he. I was gonna say we we we. we <laughs> I didn't want to bring this out, but like uh, I tried bringing it back to like aliens or like paranormal stuff, but like we just kept on going in. And well, I'm let's like, go All right, well, I'm gonna stop. We're, I'm gonna stop. We're in the final. It. We're in the final stretch here. We, we probably got maybe like five, ten more minutes. Let's yeah. let's pivot towards. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Nick and the paranormal. The, sco- the spook- spooky. Yeah. No. I he, he had a fascination with that, and he knew they were, they were all, especially them, and then just even when Scientology was coming out, he he was very aware. Um, never actually said that he, he felt like he, he'd been followed because he'd been trying to research some shit. Um, but I do remember him heeding some warning about it, but go, talking about the, the grand, grandmaster wizard, um, that is, uh, my dad. Um, I wouldn't he, use that terminology. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's grandmaster dragon mm. is, is the bad one. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, okay. 
I was gonna say I always I always thought the Grand Wizard was a KKK thing. That's, I thought it was that one too. That's my, the Grand, that's all right, the my grand bad. Dragon. Oh, okay, the Grand. Yeah, see, it shows how much I know about racism. Shows how much I know about racism. Shows you I'm an expert. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> anyway, no, but. <laughs> Appreciate appreciate the lookout though. Yeah. Uh, I just no. didn't want to talk it work you into a shoot there, bro. I don't know, dude. Man, whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say we're not trying to call you out in here. We're trying to save you. <laughs> we're like the Mormons. Yeah. Hey, okay. yeah. We're trying to save you. Here's Your our magic soul underwear. We'll go into a volcano. Wait, that's the Scientology. Yeah, Scientology. So I'm Mormons. No, uh well back back in the day, um my dad had a paranormal research um go and say group, he had a partner. And my dad was a scientist, and what he would do was he always had a fascination with the world of science and, and the tangible. He terrifyingly intelligent dude, and then but also had that almost childlike wonderment about the unknown, paranormal, the weird, the esoteric. You know, just the things that we can't understand or grasp even in, in conversation. And so he partnered with a medium, and my dad and they they're they, they had something called the Avalon Foundation. And my dad put out a book called The Bridges of Avalon. Um, it's, I think, still for sale on Amazon, maybe. I don't know. If, even if no copies still exist. Maybe uh, find one. I'd like one. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll get it signed. <laughs> oh, well, uh, he's dead. Oh. So, rest in peace, Nick Wright. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I was like, damn it. Didn't know. Uh, I've made it, this mistake so many goddamn times with other people. It's fine. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe if I get a Ouija board, I'll get that sorted out. I think Nick would appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, uh, but he had something called the Avalon Foundation, and he did research into obviously the, uh, anything ghostly, you know, but also U- UFO research. Um, and even, uh, by proxy of the UFO and alien research had a couple cases that included Bigfoot, which is a whole other podcast in itself. I think we talked about a little bit about that on the podcast. The, the cryptids. Yeah. Where, uh, um, there was a guy who was abducted by a Bigfoot species and they took his semen out and he had Bigfoot alien babies and they come to visit him. Yes. I'm sorry, just the term Bigfoot alien babies has me smiling like a jackass. <laughs> right. W- which, that case in itself, saying that out loud is like, that is so fucking, what? what it's is probably that not even the weirdest thing Nick Right, into. but also, <laughs> when you talk to the guy who was around about with that, or, or that was his case, I would believe, I believe him. Yeah, completely that, normal. Yeah, normal like, dude. he was just like, the 60-year-old, like, welder. Not a creative bone in his body. And he was just like, yeah, this is some weird shit. And I get real bummed out having to talk about it, but I just, it's really bothering me. And he like had my dad and, and uh, a couple other scientists find, they found some weird metals that was dripping after a, a UFO abduction or a visit. And my dad went and sent the metals out, you know, to get tested. What fucking metals are these? Cause your dad knew Lazar and he had Lazar test some stuff. Didn't he? Uh, right. Well, uh, he, he definitely had, um, letter and email correspondence. Uh, correspondence with Bob. Yeah. Because he knew everything about the Area 51 situation, and Bob has a, a lab yeah. up in Detroit. So my dad, had, back in the day, had a little bit of correspondence. of like, hey, where do you get this shit? <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> or I have some of this. Are you able to test it here? And he's like, no, I'm not interested in that. Like, whatever. But, um, yeah, but so they had the Avalon Foundation, and it slowed down in the kind of early, mid-2000s. Um, and then obviously my dad passed away quite some time ago. 
And so, actually, ironically enough, um, being on this podcast, I wanted to give a shout out um, to my dude, Mike um, Mitchner. And we are starting a paranormal investigation um, group, um, but as a podcast. And we're going to be called the uh, Descendants of Avalon. Oh, that's so sick, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. I'd actually be totally... Uh, is this is this like exclusive? This is exclusive. <sighs> oh. That is so dope, dude. Yeah. And um, I'll be tuning in. Yeah, that's for no, sure. I, I, I created a Facebook and I made a post uh, maybe a week or so ago and I started it. But this is the first like actual like mass platform I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm discussing it. And it's a wild hair up my ass. You know, I'm hurtling towards 40. So... The older I'm getting, and I'm realizing that my brothers aren't doing it. And, you know, my dad's life was, he died at like 51 years old. A lot so, of work left to do. Yeah, and I'm like, there's a lot of research out there. And right now, especially in today's world, there's a lot of fucking weird shit. Well, you've always been eccentric and, and open-minded, and, and I think that would be perfect for you, dude. Like, Right. Well, hopefully. and But we're doing it in a little different way. Because my dad had a platform, had a, had a methodology. Which was scientific, where right. I'm going to go to this place where I get these cases, and I'm just going to collect data. Get the facts. No, just collect data. Right. Well, you know, data what, is facts, but yeah. yeah. Right. Sometimes. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Depending on who you're interviewing. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but he would, co- he would collect data, um, both from scientific measurement, but also interviews, but then also doing historical research about areas or... Uh, has there been UFO sightings here or were there any murders in this house? You know, just typical of the, the historical research. And then on the kind of spiritual side of things, the medium would go around and then just kind of like give a presentation of what she was seeing and feeling in a particular house on, on the ghost investigations. We're going to do the same thing, except we don't really have a medium right. <laughs> at the moment, but we feel like right now, I mean, if, if we have a medium come with us on some of these cases, it's going to be great. Um, but that's something to worry about down the line. But right now, we're just kind of two aging, goobery, you know, dad dorks who are, like, terrifyingly um, fascinated with this shit. And so we're going to do the same kind of ethos, which is we're going to get these cases and just collect data. We're just gonna do some interviews, probably interview them for the for the podcast, do some like field recordings of us us, us talking to them and doing a walkthrough. I have some of my dad's equipment, you know, and just doing some basic readings, taking some pictures, and just doing some historical research, and then recording a podcast episode about every case. A and E needs to give you a fucking show. I was gonna say, <laughs> if you put that on YouTube, I'd fucking watch it. Hell I love yeah. ghost hunting stuff. Hell, I mean if you need somebody, I'd be totally down to join. I come come about... on, Zach Baggins. Like, let's fucking go. Hey, I'm not wearing a fucking <laughs> tap out shirt, dude. <laughs> but no, it's just like. That? In my affliction, you know, shirt. Yeah. Like, Fuck you, ghosts. Uh, no, I felt what's like. Up, demons? It's your boy. <laughs> it's me, your boy. <laughs> oh, ghosts, please don't eat my ass. <laughs> but no, I've always thought, like, uh, haunted houses and all that is so interesting of, like, uh, you know, shadows or anything else like that. Like, there was a. I, I remember this back in the ancient days of YouTube. Just like uh, right after Michael Jackson died, they were doing like a a walkthrough of his house, and there was like a figure walking in the back, and just stuff like that. And I'm always like, Ugh. oh, I want to be one of those people that goes inside the houses and just watches that for that kind of stuff, you know, ghost sightings, uh, orbs, or anything else like that. Oh, did 
Because, you know, you always watch the YouTube videos of, like, bread moving across, like, the uh, counter, but then you can also see the string being pulled. <laughs> Yoink! Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like... Yeah, you see some you see some lot of fake shit, man. That's, I know. That's that the always... whole problem with this paranormal stuff, and, and that's why, like, what you said is super-duper important, the collecting data. Um, the problem with paranormal research is that it's it's... It exists in this niche that people look at as like almost side of science because the people that have been doing it, not people like your dad, but we're talking mm-hmm. more like the the kooks out there, the the crazy ones, the, the YouTube shows wearing. that want to get popular, yeah. right? The tinfoil hat wearing guys, like they, hey guys, hit like and subscribe. Yeah, they they don't approach. Watch this ghost eat my ass. <laughs> hey guys, uh, me and Tim are gonna split up. Tim's gonna go to the other side of the room and go bang on a wall. And I'm gonna say it's a ghost. Trust me, it's gonna be great. I mean, I, I wasn't supposed to say any of that. Uh, ghost. And that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, and, and see that does such a such a such a disservice to sure. paranormal investigation and research in general like now that the alien thing is becoming like you guys talk about ghosts and stuff and i love i can talk about that and i love that stuff but for me the big paranormal thing that i'm into is the aliens right and now we're reaching a point in, in our society where alien stuff ufo stuff is becoming normalized it's just accepted like it's oh yeah no yeah it's because fair. one day the pentagon decided that we're going to reverse the past 70 years of policy and we're just going to come out and say that yeah there's these things and we don't know what the fuck they are <laughs> that's weird well, yeah because anyway <laughs> So, weirdly enough, it's because this one guy from Blink-182 left the band and then just started digging up some shit. Talk about absurdity. The one guy. I was going to say. The one fucking, the only person that could fucking bring it to to the forefront and and erase the stigma. Where are you? The guy who wrote the line, the guy who wrote the line, I I want to fuck a dog in the ass, is is at arms with the CIA trying to discover about UFOs. This is the time I live in. This is why it's so This is where we're at. I can't wait to see those lines, by the way. Oh way, I can't wait God. to see the audio go from like this to then <laughs> with a bright line. I'm sorry. Clip, no, clip, clip. I'm Alex jonesing out right now. I was going to say, Holy Mike shit. smiling just approves that. <laughs> That's why I'm like aiming away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But no, it's like, it's so wild to me to think about. And I, and I mean, I can also talk about aliens and ghosts until the fucking cows come home, which is why I'm sad you're, we're talking about 10 more minutes. I'm just like, oh, we're getting right to the meat of everything. Of like, We could have had a whole episode for this. Oh, no. But instead we talked about s- social Technology. media and why the music industry isn't fair anymore. Well, you know what? The aliens did all of it. So if you go on the History Channel, there's that guy that talks about it. Aliens cause social media. Giorgio. <laughs> aliens but, built the pyramids, man. Oh, uh, I duh, dude. Uh, Didn't you right. know that? That comes to be the question. Do you think they really did build the pyramids? No. Oh I, th- no. I, 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 I'm definitely curious how they managed to move around 20 ton rocks at bricks and stuff with in such a short amount of time okay, technology well, but i don't know if i don't know if you've seen uh what are they called the people that live uh not mormons we already talked about them the people who live out in like the middle of nowhere with no technology what are they called the Beer- amish? amish yeah i mean have you ever seen the amish move like an entire barn house with just people I'm pretty sure moving... But we're, but we're talking about 20-ton rocks. I mean... If what, you get enough what, people, they can move anything. Uh, but in the... Man, 20-ton it, rocks? It's, it's rocks. It's... It, it does rock, doesn't it? It, it fucking rocks. <laughs> it's metal. But you also look at the... Uh, okay, at, let's talk about the real stuff. Yeah. What do you think aliens listen to? <laughs> I think they listen to Radiohead. <laughs> Bring them back. Blah, blorp. Uh, Tom York looks like an alien. Oh, true. That's mean. I love that guy. Full He's probably circle. a lizard person. No. 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 The only no. person I believe that is a lizard person. The Reptilian person. Agenda by David Icke. <laughs> Not on Amazon, everybody. It um, flex like David Icke. Oh, that dude's oh. a fucking. Oh, man. my God. 
I sadly don't know who he is, and I, I feel like I'm missing out on like a big part of. Go just... get yourself into a YouTube hole after this podcast. David, you'll, you'll be I, David I'm just gonna search Ike. his name right now David on my phone. David Ike. He's a British lad, I believe. Um, old, and... old, old British gentleman, uh, office fucking rocker. But the book uh, Reptilian Agenda. Shout out to my brother. For... Oh, is he the person that started that whole there shit about like how everybody's he, an alien? The, he's the big, the bigger, big name that kind of brought it to the forefront. Yeah. I love um, it because now I get to see 240p quality videos of Obama blinking, and you can say you got people in the comments <laughs> yeah. going, "Do you see that? He turned hey, into an alien God, for three man, seconds." Lizard, holy shit! <laughs> and see, I think oh, I feel dude. like that's why it's so hard to talk about paranormal stuff because when you think of paranormal, you just think of those kind of people. Right? Exactly. Well, that's well, what that's what we're saying. But what were that, you? I, I wanted to get to, uh, um, a, a brief point before we kind of wrap up. Um, but like, that's why my dad got sort of. Um, eliminated from doing channel 13 ghost hunts what they what they used to do was they would send my dad down to the mansfield reformatory and have him do a full ghost hunt and then report back and he got banned from doing it in a very passive way i mean there's like oh we're just not going to do that anymore because my dad wouldn't sensationalize he wouldn't he would just go yeah i really didn't find anything weird it was, it was fine that's the other thing, too. They usually <laughs> want that because that drives in, like, uh, you the hear about the hotel. The, this is the hotel the that's haunted. People come here. They want to stay in room 41 because that's where that girl was murdered, supposedly. Yeah. And you'll see a white dress. And room 41 never has vacancy again. Yeah. And then everybody's in there, and they always got a camera in there, and you see 25 YouTube videos about, I stayed in uh, room 41 with some yeah. guy just sitting there smiling on the front, pointing towards the door. Some guy's, like, banging a hooker three doors down, yeah. and they're like, is that the ghost? Oh, <laughs> I hear moaning. I think uh, the ghost is coming. Uh, <laughs> nope, that's just at me. At least no, one of us is. But, but, that, but, that's, but that's, that's the... At least one of us is. That's the mentality that we're going to have. Um it's not sexy. It's it's not what people want. But we're just gonna go strictly collect data. That's what we need. Yeah. So I feel, and that's right. Kind of full circling about the whole paranormal thing is just like, and going back with social media, you guys are absolutely right. On YouTube, you can go like, hit like and subscribe, and it's just like literally just a dude punching a wall off camera, and they're like, what was that? What was that? You know, it's ten million views. Yeah. You know, but yeah. like, you know, I want to get back to the research because there is some weird shit out there. But if we genuinely don't find anything genuinely weird, um, we want to, one, be informative, but two, but then also just talk about the the weirdness of history, mm. of researching a location. Like, oh, we found this was kind of weird, you know, but we want to get back to, like, what my dad's research was. Right. So because your dad ultimately that. was a scientist, and that's yeah, yep. it's, it's what we need. Um, paranormal science is 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 real, and it is something that deserves serious attention. Pay and, me. And the U.S. government. Zach Braggins, uh, get over here. I Pay think uh, <laughs> I think that's why the U.S. government is uh, finally starting to take this seriously, is because to them it's now a national security Dude, thing. I will. I'm making a proclamation right now on this fucking podcast. If I can make an absolute living, <laughs> uh, whether it's go government-based or not, of being able to do fucking paranormal research or heading up a research group, I'm quitting music. <laughs> I don't fucking blame you. I will quit all, any job, any fucking creative, anything, if I can get paid a fucking, like, even if it's like 70K a year, a d just okay, yeah. just lower middle class paycheck. 
to be able to go out to the Pacific Northwest and poke shit in the woods <laughs> looking for Bigfoot. Please. Well, people have been paid for less. I mean, I know. Oh, my God. No, it'd be. As I put it, I would definitely want to do something like that. That shit just sounds so fun to go to, like, the weird places and even not even America and Europe. Because, like, I, I've always looked up, like, just weird shit that happens. Oh, yeah. Well, let's I let's like put does. it this way. If you can – if Nicki Minaj can be a millionaire, multi, multi-millionaire however many times over and say – and come out and say that the vaccine makes your nuts big, uh, then I think that you could probably make a living doing doing that. That's they didn't make my nuts big. They were always that big. Dude, I I literally I posted this on Facebook. I'm like, I had double stack, triple pack, absolute hogger balls before I got that vaccine. Nicki Minaj, but thank you for your concern. And with that, I think we'll, we'll go ahead and close up the Whee! podcast. All right. Can I give a quick shout out? My friend would kill me if I didn't mention the fact that uh, she told me to give her a shout out. Yeah, who, go ahead. All right. My friend Kaylee, if you want, we need to start like a fucking ghost hunting team if uh, I won't do it with Ian. <laughs> yeah, if I don't join, we'll join, join making a whole squad. Come on, yeah. oh, dude, it'd be so cool. Again. Shout out, shout out, Kaylee. Um, and uh, did anybody have anything that they wanted to uh, to add before we go off the air? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna shout out Holy Coast. Yes, at Holy Coast Band on all the social medias. Plug shout plug out to Holy Toast or whatever he said. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Hanging Fortress. Yes, my death metal band. Yes, um, we got some shows coming up. We're fucking playing in Chicago. On October second, we're playing at the Ottawa Tavern in I uh, blanking, but it's in mid October of the Ottawa Tavern with two hundred stab wounds. Uh, shout out No Solace, the metalcore band that I'm in. <laughs> uh, we're about to be dropping a new EP. Um, literally in the next uh, at the end of September, we're dropping the first single. And of course, let's uh, let's not forget about uh, the new EP that Holy Coast put out which is the intro song and the song you'll hear after we're done uh hell burns ian how much do you fucking do yeah you're a busy guy man i would say i was in one (laughs) band and i thought like man doing that and a full-time job i'm already dead yeah it's all pain he's he's a he's a freak (laughs) of nature man i don't think you have back pain from being old i think you have back pain from all the shit you're doing (laughs) Uh, yeah everybody so if you could support my bands (laughs) um Holy Coast has an EP, Hell Burns with the Desire to Erase You Like You Were Never There. It's great. Great EP. Um, it's out exclusively on Bandcamp right now where you can either digitally download uh, the whole EP for five bones. Pay the man. Pay, or if you just want to toss in a couple coins for a donation, would be greatly appreciated. And it's certainly going to be more than Holy Coast gets from Spotify this year. Then that is true. Oh, God, that hurts still to hear. But, I'm sad yeah, man, lots Spotify. of music shit going on. Um, starting up Descendants of Avalon, once we can kind of get our, um, our shit together, we have one case kind of in the works right now, but we just got to coordinate it. It's out in the Willard area. So be on the lookout, Descendants of Avalon on Facebook, even though Zuckerberg will probably just not make that promote it at all (laughs) exist anywhere. This is good. Let's delete this (laughs) as Zuckerberg usually does. I guess, uh. Uh, I don't want to step on Ian's toes. You got anything else to shout out? Because I was going to at least say. No, you're good, man. I feel bad if I didn't shout out also Jeff's new, uh, my friend Jeffrey Oliver has his new uh, album out under Oliver Echoes. was really good. I listened to the entirety of it multiple times. 
Shout is that, the, is that the dude that does like all the fucking killer like Soundgarden covers and shit? Yeah, he's uh, a huge fan of Chris Cornell. Yeah, I love dude. the guy. He's, <laughs> dude, that, me and Ryan were talking about him. On the I way have here. met a lot of singers and a lot of musicians in my life, and Jeffrey Oliver is genuinely easily one of the best singers I've ever. Oh, met. just a pure human being. Like um, that voice is such phenomenal. a pure human being, such a pure voice. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> the guy's a great crazy taxi player though don't even dare fight him in that Never. he beat my ass so many times Never. Jake thank you so much for filling in for Bill this week and, uh, and just absolutely being a blast to talk with Ian Ryder not reader Ian yeah. Ryder also, it's, as always a pleasure thank you dude nice shout to out you, Bill Mr. Ryder <laughs> shout, shout out Bill dude yeah shout out Bill shout out Bill who sounds like Bill fucking uh, Mike Judge <laughs> oh my god get him to so do a mad. King of the Hill impression and I'm so mad that he's not here I wanted to be like dude you sound like Mike Judge well we'll bring you back we'll but also back. I was gonna say hey if you ever want to meet on again we can definitely do this oh, yeah, this we'll, is a lot of fun hopefully we'll I didn't come off back. as too nervous I'm sitting here dude, sweating in my hoodie you're natural man you're natural yeah I, I quickly realized I forgot to put on deodorant today it's uh, it's rough out here oh I uh, thought that was me like the entire time no that's me dude uh, yeah I'm, this room I'm is really small I'm small like roast beef boy yeah this room's really small with three guys it heats up and you're quick and i'm sitting here in a hoodie good yeah. thing i didn't bring my beanie yeah oh the, the, the everything is absurd pink podcast room does not smell very uh mike's gonna have to get in here get clean yeah you're gonna room. disinfect this <laughs> like a breeze that's can my bad, we'll fix everything i'm getting a cu- couple whiffs i farted like, a couple fuck. times i'm sorry man oh. <laughs> Got some again that was you i thought the smells were coming from me i ate chipotle honestly earlier. honestly i'm to an age now where farts na- naturally leak so easily <laughs> that sometimes so if, even if i don't think i farted and somebody's like somebody fucking fart I just go. It's my. It's me. It's probably. Me. I didn't something feel just it. Just slipped out. Literally, sometimes I'll just, I'll just like move, and something's going. Don't even feel it. <laughs> just leaks out. Oh, getting to that age, aren't you? Yeah, just. I'm like, oh, oh, we we no. certainly, we certainly cover a lot of different topics yeah. here, and everything is absurd. And uh, so, once again, the intro song, "Holy Coast Hell Burns." You can find that song exclusively yes, on Bandcamp. Check out uh, No Solace as well as Hanging Fortress. Those yeah. are Ian's other bands and yeah. his upcoming podcast slash research group, Descendants of Avalon. Run it! And next week on the show, we have Peapod. We have Chris, Chris Daher, Peapod Radio Legend. Chris, 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 Chris. Good morning. Everything is absurd. So we uh, we're doing our, our makeup episode for Pod because he missed last week, and we'll have Bill. Hopefully, we'll have Bill back next week as well. I don't I don't see why we wouldn't. It was Bill, like aka a, Mike. Yeah, Mike Judge. We'll have Mike Judge here next week. Uh, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to episode number two of Everything Is Absurd. We'll see you next week, folks. Have Get a good night it. and a good morning. Yeah. No!